please never do that again. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, welcome back to the Skirboys. This is uh, week two with your projections for week three. So today we're going to be going over what we got right, what we got wrong from last week, and uh, we're going to be hoping to give you some some better advice yeah. this week because one of us did not do well. Not well on the sits. So future advice, you're not listening to me when I tell you to sit players. I would, think future advice, just don't listen to him at all, oh, my, personally. Yeah, my starts weren't that good either. Yeah, but uh, we had we had some good starts overall. Uh, we had, uh, I said to start Richardson. Richardson went off uh, until he got hurt. Higgins went off. He had a bounce-back game. Uh, the, uh, the Lions and Zay Jones, that didn't happen. You don't listen to me for that. But how do you feel on your starts? Um, I had Justin Herbert. He did pretty good against mm-hmm. the Titans. Yep. Um, Ramondre didn't do bad, but didn't do well. He probably got, like... 13, around 13 points. I mean, that's not bad, but Chris Godwin was really my bust Yeah. of the starts. Yeah. Zach Ertz did okay, I'm pretty sure. And then the Colts' defense against the Texans did pretty good. They got seven points. Mm-hmm. So. I think for my sits, I did okay. I said sit Dobbs, uh, which he did all right. I mean, it wasn't anything special. They kind of sold that game at the end. I know that run by Joshua Dobbs was. It was pretty nice. It reminded me of um, HH from Nebraska. He was running with power. Yes, sir. First um, start of his college career. He went off, actually. He did really well for Nebraska, and I think we need a little more of that from from him or Jeff Sims, depending on who we go with. Mm -hmm. Maybe we go with Purdy. Who knows? But. Let's not go with Purdy. Okay, fair okay. enough. Uh, I said sit A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon did new good. McLaurin had about 13 points in half, which, I mean, it wasn't terrible, but you would like to see a little more production out of him. Uh, and then Fryermuth, we still don't know yet, but I guess we'll find out tonight. We'll find out. At this time, we're recording on Monday. Uh, my sits, I said Geno Smith, pretty sure. Yay. He just had to go off for about 43 points against the Lions. Yes, he did. He, he did do that. Um, I told you to sit Javante Williams. Got six points, so that's pretty good. Told to sit Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison got a touchdown, 50 receiving yards. So, I mean, depends how you see it. Yeah, yeah Depends yeah. what he is on your team. And I said to sit the Bucks versus – no, I think I said – no, I said to set the Bucks versus the Bears, and the Bucks defense had to go off. Mm-hmm. Well, it it didn't help that Fields sold within the last two minutes. What giving up eight defensive points or ten defensive points in the last two minutes of that game is ridiculous. So I mean, without that, they didn't do great. But with that, I mean, who knows? <laughs> uh, the waiver wires we told uh, you guys to pick up. Uh, we said Jordan Love. Jordan yep. Love did. Decent, except for that false start on a quarterback sneak. Yeah, well, he had 20 points. I mean, you can't complain too much yeah. about that from a waiver wire pickup. That's kind of what you want. Um, I said Kenneth, Kenneth Gainwell. He was injured. Mm-hmm. But saw Devon, uh, DeAndre Swift go off. So yes. DeAndre Swift is available in your league. I would yeah. pick him up until Gainwell comes back. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, uh, Nakua went off. As if he's still available, if you thought it was a one-week wonder, it's not. You better put go get that waiver wire and put he, make him your number one priority. He is there to stay for the next two weeks until Cup returns. 
I or, mean, when is he set? Cooper like, Cup has to wait two more weeks at least, and but they're thinking he'll come back. Yeah. So get your number one wide receiver for two weeks, and then I, mean, I wouldn't complain. Yeah. Um, wide receiver, I said Kendrick Bourne. He did not do good. I mean, he had nine targets, but he only brought four of those in for 29 yards against the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And then uh, for tight end, I said uh, Hayden Hurst, who obviously hasn't played hasn't played at this time, but I'm sure he'll probably do pretty well. Yeah, but young knows? quarterbacks do favor tight ends a lot. They do, especially Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, because they have the best tight ends. Yeah. But uh, so start of the weeks. Yes, let's let's move I'll, on. I'll start Better. off. You want to start off? Start of the week. Week three starts for quarterbacks. Um, I got Matthew Stafford against the Bengals. The Bengals have allowed so many points in fantasy to quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson went off in week one. Lamar Jackson just went off in week two. Yeah, they're more mobile, but that secondary of the Bengals isn't good. And Matthew Stafford's just going to be throwing, throwing the ball to Puka every single play. So, I mean. True. Can't, I work. mean, you can't argue with that. It's going to work. Uh, personally, for my start of the week, I have Tua turn the ball over. Um, Best know, quarterback in the league, by he, the way. He had a bit of a rough week. Uh, he did not have week. a rough week. Well, okay. He did. He had a cool down week compared to week one. You just can't throw he, for 500 yards he and put up, four touchdowns he every put single up week. 12 points. We're acting like 12 points is like an off week. 12 is like not good. All right. They just had. That defense is just good. That's Twelve we, is just the not Dolphins just ran the ball a lot more than they usually do. And I'm I'm not disagreeing, but what I'm saying is I think it's not Tua's fault. Tua is going up against Denver now, and we've seen how uh, questionable Denver looks from a defensive standpoint and from a total team standpoint. Sean Payton is now that hail mary they had though was pretty nice, but couldn't get the two point conversion. But I think Tua is going to have a bounce back week, and overall, I think it'll be a lot better output from him. Uh, running back side, who are you going with? Um, Raheem Mostert did go off Kay. against the Patriots, and I also do like him against that Broncos defense. It just depends if the Dolphins decide if they're going to pass the ball 100 times or they're going to run the ball 100 times. Yeah. And I'm taking my chances with the run. Okay, cool, because I took my chances with the pass game, so... I guess it'll be a, a battle to see who comes out on top oh, of hell, that. Oh, hell, they'll probably be able to do both. Yeah, you never know. Best offense in the league, so. Okay. I mean, sure, I guess. Uh, personally, uh, I have Isaiah Pacheco of the Kansas City Chiefs. He's going against uh, Chicago for week three. Uh, last week, he rushed uh, 12 times for 70 yards, and he caught uh, one of two targets. And so I think against Chicago, Kansas City is going to, like, throttle them in the beginning. And I think it's kind of clear. So I think from a game standpoint, we're going to be looking run heavy from Kansas City and we're going to be looking pass heavy from Chicago, or at least as pass heavy as Justin Fields can get. But but uh, I think Pacheco has a good, like, game plan for next week to be able to get involved and – get a lot of touches and he'll probably get a touchdown out of that and he's been putting up around seven average so i think we can look for about 13 to 14 this next week um my wide receiver start is a flowers 
Um, he had 13 points in week one, had nine points in week two. He looks like Lamar's favorite target, and he's going against a Colts secondary, so I do like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you have? Uh, I like that pick of Zay Flowers. Uh, that's not exactly who I was thinking. I was thinking uh, George Pickens of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Menace. The, uh, the menace Mascot, himself. Mascot, baby. Which uh, he... Obviously, hasn't played in week two yet, so we can't really judge his output based off of week two. But he's got a much different matchup. He's going against uh, the Raiders, and he's in primetime. So that'll be interesting. Uh, week one. Can we, can we just talk about primetime real quick? I'm praying on Colorado's downfall. Not the primetime I was thinking of. Um, huge Colorado hater. How do you storm the field? You're favored by like 20 points. I get it's a rivalry game, but do you see Georgia storming the field against Georgia Tech when they destroy them every year they play? No. Do better. God damn it. Ah, really grinds my gears. That to talk. Does that about really this. grind your gears? It really gets me going. And how are you gonna call that 11 player dirty for Colorado State when your quarterback decided to poke somebody's eyes? Come on, stay classy. Yeah, well, you know, they, they did beat us. If you go low, you don't go lower. Come on. I guess I guess you're right. Uh, I guess on that same note, how are we feeling against Louisiana Tech upcoming this Saturday? Depends if we start. If we start HH, it's a win. I don't see how they can't start. It's Justin's job to lose, according to Satterfield. I, and I think he's already lost it. No, I don't think so. I, it's his job still is. Well, personally, I think... He'll be on a turnover watch, and then he'll lose his job, but he'll definitely be... More than likely, will start against Tech. Well, personally, I thought that once we were up by so much against uh, NIU, that we should have thrown Sims in and see how he did. Well, hand the ball off every single play? Well, no, no, no. Well, like, maybe from an arm standpoint, because, like, we shouldn't just throw away or incoming transfer just like that so obviously we should have seen what he still has to prove because the matchups that he got compared to harburg playing niu a lot different all right i I'm think colorado's nervous. a much harder matchup than niu would you agree colorado's overrated so no okay what about minnesota minnesota's also we just played okay but like they're still Better than I don't know. NIU could stand a chance against Minnesota. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think the way we handle don't them, listen to him. I've been going we, to Husker games since day one. Don't listen to him. We got close with Jeff Sims. I don't think NIU is beating Minnesota at all. <sighs> all right, uh, back on to George Pickens. Um, you know, last week one he had. Uh, Seven targets. Uh, he only put up 6.10 in half PPR, which, I mean, not exactly what you want. But, again, he's going up against a much different matchup with a different Raiders team. And I think that Raiders team is going to be so focused on Deontay Johnson and Najee Harris that if Kenny Pickett does well, then George Pickens will be his guy that week. Uh, how about you? Do you have any tight end picks overall? Or would you like me to go first? You can go. All right. Uh, personally, for week three, I have Dalton Kincaid of the Buffalo Bills. He's going against uh, Washington. 
and he's put up if you're kind of looking you're kind of stressing about the tight end position he's been a guy who can put up about five which is not bad not great from a tight end position but I think going against Washington if Dawson Knox does not play to his full potential which we haven't exactly seen from him I think Kincaid has a good is set in a good position to do well because he's had the target share I mean last week or this week technically he had six targets and he caught five of them and he had about 40 some yards so I think if he keeps his target share we can see him do pretty well I like that pick but it is um two good tight ends in that one offense so I mean it's it's a little stressful it's kind of a will will they won't they situation and you kind of just got to not say guess but just use all the data and stuff i like um noah fant against the panthers okay um if you watch the seahawks game uh they really started to involve their tight ends and noah fant is their number one tight end so i'm thinking he had about eight points week two so i mean throw a touchdown in there that's a pretty good start for a tight end yeah I mean, and that Panthers defense isn't exactly the best. No, no, it's really not. That Panthers squad is looking a little yeah. questionable yeah. overall. But I guess we'll have to see where it goes. Uh, defensive wise, uh, week three, I think it's a no-brainer. You gotta start the Cowboys. I think you gotta start the Cowboys against the Cardinals too. Mm-hmm. That see, that's lock of the week. Seeing how much they struggle, the Cardinals struggled. Uh, in that second half against the Giants was uh, not exactly a fun game to watch because personally I'm a Cardinals fan and that hurt me really bad inside. I almost had more pain. Almost, I tweeted about it at halftime, how happy I was that we were winning and then we sold. Uh, so I will never be tweeting about the Arizona Cardinals again. But you, Sounds like somebody kept receipts of that tweet too. I... I've heard through the grapevine. I would not know what you were talking about personally. <laughs> but I think it's a no-brainer. you got to start the Dallas Cowboys against the Cardinals. Overall, these last two weeks, they've been putting up massive numbers, and they're going up against arguably one of the worst defenses in the league. So no-brainer, start the Cowboys and um, sit the Cardinals. <laughs> If you are more stream likely for defenses, I think the Dolphins are a good pick against the Broncos. Okay, I like they that. They had pick. four sacks, an interception, one fumble recovery, and only 17 points out against the Pats. So definitely a good start, and I think that Patriots offense is probably equivalent to the Broncos offense. Mm-hmm. Mid, mid can pop off a few games here and there, but as long as Eli Apple isn't on the field. I think the Dolphins, Eli Apple got cooked against the Pats. He did. Yes, he did. So as long as Eli Apple isn't on the field, I think Dolphins are definitely a good pick to start. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, and kind of on that note, why don't we move to our uh, our sits of the week. Um, very unfortunate. Uh, you said start the Miami defense. I have Russell Wilson as my sit of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you can say that he put up good numbers last week, but 
you take away that Hail Mary touchdown, he's sitting at about 19, which, of course, isn't bad. I mean, 19 is a good number. But he was also going against Washington. And in his first week, he put up 15 against Vegas. And now he's stuck against a very powerful 2-0 Miami Dolphins. I personally don't see how Russ can cook this week. And I think, unfortunately, the Denver Broncos go to 0-3, much to the dismay of Keaton Peters. Keaton Andrew Peters is in the corner crying somewhere. Keaton, if you're listening, we love you. We do love you, KP. Uh, so who did you have? Or did, um, did I take your guy? No, I got Daniel Jones Okay. the 49ers. Yep. That 49ers defense is pretty, pretty good. Yeah. I mean, Daniel Jones did come back against the Cardinals. But it's the Cardinals. Like, come on, let's keep it a buck. We we don't expect much out of our team anymore, so I I can't really. And with Saquon being out, maybe that Saquon didn't look happy and didn't look good coming off the sideline, coming off the field, walking yeah. to the sideline. I think. Well, I mean, who knows with Saquon? He's he's not per se injury prone. He just more than likely. Is injured. <laughs> yeah, not he. It's just his. He's physical. He's more likely to yes. get injured. Yeah. So he's not injury prone. It's just the way he plays mm-hmm. leads to. So very. Uh, you could say it's injury prone, but I wouldn't word it like that. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Uh, all right. Why don't we move on to the running back side of things? And personally, I have. Brees Hall against the New England Patriots. Yeah, sit. I was going to say that. Okay, okay. Him and Alvin Cook. Yep. Now, obviously, we know that he uh, did not do well against Dallas. The tweets would definitely say that. Yeah, he had four carries, and after putting up 15 points in week one to going to one point in week two, I think – it's going to be a little stressful, especially in a pass-heavy game. And that Patriots defense is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind that Zach Wilson is quarterback of the Jets. Wow. So. The hate for Zach Wilson is crazy. My apologies. It's just I don't, I'm not a believer. I, I, like, I liked him last week, but this week I'm just – I've had enough. You like the personality. You don't like the player. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. You, you took my guy. He, you, you can't start any of those Jets running backs until they figure out offense and who's going to yeah. be that main running back. And I don't know. Who, who do you think it'll be out to be? Or um, do you think they'll just end up with a split backfield? It's going to be a split backfield, but I would use Brees Hall. Mm-hmm. But they want to pull... A Steelers just run the hell out of Dalvin Cook, get the most out of him you can. They did that to Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. I mean, running backs are useless mm-hmm. in today's game. Uh, on that note, uh, I got another sit, so that way you can feel a little better about yourself. Uh, I have Damian Pierce of the Houston Texans. He's going against Jacksonville, and we've seen the, uh, like, he's getting the ball. He just hasn't been able to, you know, do anything with it. I mean, last week he had 15 carries for 31 yards. He's averaging, like, two yards a carry. It's not pretty. 
and he hasn't been able to find the end zone at all. That Texans offense hasn't been able to find the end zone almost at all. So I think it's kind of a no-brainer that Damian Pierce probably isn't going to have the week that we wanted him to. Um, and overall, it hurts as a dynasty player because Damian Pierce was supposed to be <laughs> the guy of the future for me. And now he's not He's not looking too great in a, in a pretty terrible Houston offense. Yeah. Um, for wide receiver, I got Scary Terry going against that Bills defense. He'll be guarded by Tredavious White. Mm-hmm. Definitely don't see much happening right there with Sam Howell, your quarterback, too. So, yeah, uh, I think I think that's a good pick. I think Scary Terry. The problem with Scary Terry is I and I said this last week too. He's just too inconsistent, and honestly, he's kind of like. He's a wide. He's a basically a touchdown dependent dude. Yeah, and he'll either go off or he'll either get you nothing. And more than likely, he's gonna get you nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Just I, anybody that has hope, don't start scary Terry. Yeah. I've learned that the hard way. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I have Marquise Brown of the Arizona Cardinals. Now, he's gonna have to be the go-to guy of that offense, but um. The problem is that that offense isn't going to get going in the first place. All right. They had it going in the first half against the Giants. Yes. Uh, and he did put up a touchdown last week. He had 14 points. Uh, and he had, a, he had a great target share comparatively against all of the other Cardinals wide receivers. But I think that Dallas defense and that Cardinals offense are just, it's too bad of a matchup to be able to be useful and week three so i think personally maybe barring james connor i think you gotta sit all the cardinals james connor is the best player on the offense he absolutely is until kyler returns but yeah but who knows if kyler's actually gonna play this year he'll they he'll should be back they should just not let him play trade him tank for kale williams Nah, i don't think so dj humphreys i watched a, i watched an interview with him and he said that overall, through his, like, rehab, Kyler's been doing, like, really well. And he's been around the facility a lot, and he's been doing a lot. So I think that when he does come back in about week seven or eight is what he's projected, I think that he can be the spark to light that offense to win three games in the season. Why win three games when that risks your chance at getting Caleb Williams? We're not—we don't want Caleb Williams. I mean, we can tank— you may not want him. You need him. No, he's the best. The Cardinals, he's the best college quarterback the of possibly of all time. Can tank for the first pick and trade it. You're, is what I think we need to you, do. If you're thinking you're gonna get like the Bears Panthers deal, that ain't gonna happen. Well, here's here's the issue. You you can get more for trading Kyler Murray. The issue that comes with it is we paid Kyler so much money already, guaranteed that. It's almost kind of a waste to get rid of him. And we know he's a good quarterback. I mean, he's shown to be a good quarterback when it when it matters. 2020, 2021. But when has it mattered recently? It hasn't. Yeah, I see. But he's still a good quarterback. So, I think I don't think he's in the timeline of the Cardinals rebuild though. I think he is. He's still young. Personally, as a Cardinals fan, 
you don't know what you're talking about. You're just playing. You're from the outside looking. No, in. you're just. I'm holding, from the inside looking. You're just holding out. on to something you used to have. <laughs> tight ends. All right, tight ends. What about them? For my sit, I have Sam Laporta, of the Detroit. Lions. Sam Laporta. Why? Went to Iowa. All my homies hate Iowa. Okay, but those it's Iowa. Per- I make it personal out here. Those Iowa tight ends be really good though. I make it personal. Right. Call me Dion Sanders. Uh, but yeah, I say I'd say Sit Laporta. Now he has been getting good target share. Goff has been doing pretty well, but and he's got a decent matchup. But there's some sort of gut feeling in me that I think Laporta will probably get like four points. And he's sitting about seven point five as of recently, but I don't know. That's just my feeling, and I don't know if I trust it. Although, if you if he's available in your league, I'd say pick him up because overall throughout the season, he'll be kind of a solid guy who will average about that. But for week three, I would not start Sam Laporta. Um, Darren Waller of the Giants. Okay. I just think you got to sit every single Giants player you can at this point. Against the against the Niners. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree. I think that that matchup is just not good for the Giants and even though they had some sort of spark, they started their season 60 to nothing in the first 6 quarters. So, you can't exactly love that offense even though they won. Mhm. What if I just flex? What if I put him at flex? I don't understand. Put him at flex. Who are you putting at your flex? Uh, my start for. Or the f- are you sitting? I, I'm gonna have one start, one sit. Okay. okay. Um. If you you don't have room to start Zay Flowers as your number one wide receiver, definitely worth a start at your flex. Okay. Um. I some leagues allow tight ends at flex, mm-hmm. so Hunter Henry, if he's not your starter tight end. Hunter Henry. Oh, word. Pick Hunter Hen- Henry up, though. He's going off. He has been. He has been doing pretty good. And if Jacoby Myers comes back from the grave, definitely start him at flex. Mm-hmm. That week one performance is pretty good. Yeah. Um, I sit, though. I mean, I'm going back to Jordan Addison. Not a big Jordan Addison believer. Okay. I, I don't mind that. I Against think- the Chargers. Uh, the Chargers defense isn't good, but... They're going to stop something. All right. Thank you for the flex segment from Grayson Waller. Uh, I think we're going to start doing that weekly. I kind of like that. So uh, to close things off, uh, do you want to do waiver wire? And then Just do you want to do – Who's your number one waiver wire of the week? Any position. Any who, position. Who are you thinking? Uh, I'm going to go for – actually, why don't you go first? Because I'm, I want to see if I you mean, take yeah, if, if Puka's still there, you got to pick him up. Yeah, that, I mean, that's kind of a, a given. Though. Hunter Henry, if he's still there, like I was saying, you got to pick him up. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Jalen Reed for the Packers did pretty good, but he did have two touchdowns, so I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, depends what you need. Yeah. Tank Dell went off, and I think he's probably number one wide receiver in that Texans offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, for my waiver wire, I have the wide receiver in Texas, Nico Collins. He's Ooh. rostered in 44.1% of leagues. And uh, first week he put up 11, and second week he put up about 25. So I think if 
Puka is, you know, gone, uh, Nico is probably your next best guy. It's a uh, Puka is rostered in eighty two point one percent of the NFL fantasy, mm-hmm. but that's that leaves twenty percent for the rest of those leagues. That like, is true. Ch- just check. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you want to go to locks of the week? I have mine ready if you would like me to start. Personally, for my lock of the week, I have the Green Bay Packers beating the New Orleans Saints. The spread right now is uh, one point, they're 1.5 point favorites. Uh, and I think that the Packers are going to be able to put up some damage against the Saints. I think Jordan Love does well. And I think that's my lock of the week. Um, if I wanted to um, go basic, I'd pick uh, the Niners over the Giants. Mm-hmm. That's too basic. I, we have an AFC matchup: well, the, Pats versus Jets. Well, here's here's my question before you go: Do you think the Niners are going to cover the spread? The spread is ten point five. Easily, easily. Okay. Bed bed and men out there, hammer the over. Ham yeah, Omer's over is forty four point five. Right. Hammer that. Hammer in the over. Hammer right. the everything you can get in for the Niners game. Okay. But we have the Patriots versus the Jets. Yep. I don't know who you think's gonna win that game. Uh personally, I have the Pats, but See? I had the Jets. The spread is two point five for the Pats. I had the Jets winning. Mr. F your mom, Zach Wilson, is going off. <laughs> Uh, the the money line right now is uh, minus 134 for the Pats and plus 114 for the Jets. Obviously an American because we're American. America! But that's, that Jets team, after, I wouldn't say embarrassing, but disappointing loss against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. High hopes after week one comeback. I think they come back firing and beat the Pats. Mm-hmm. Pats are 0-2 for the first time since... Don't want to say it, but I think it was 2001 they won the Super Bowl, Tom yeah. Brady. So if history repeats itself, <laughs> maybe. Think Mac Jones is going to. Well, this, the over-under is 37.5 for that game. Which I, I think, think it's going to be a defensive contest. I agree. I think that's a really good line, and I think it's going to be. It's going to be like a. 36 to It's going to be like a 16-10 type of score. I, I don't know. I would not bet the over or the under on that game i think it's just too risky too risky because they could either go off or they could have a defensive standoff so i just want to shout out um award time new okay. segment new awards i like it any player right. Sorry. <laughs> so did anybody you see pop off that you just want to give a shout out to uh, but just like in the fantasy world? Yeah. Uh, I mean, boy, T. Higgins popped off after... I've been yeah. saying it since day... Or, I guess we... Day one. Two. Puka the- Nakua <laughs> yeah, is my guy. And I didn't even get... I didn't even pick him up because my wide receiver core is just too good at the moment. But he's been doing good work for the Rams. So that's my shout out. Um, Shout out to Zach Moss of the Colts. Okay. Uh, Mike Evans of the Bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm also gonna give Raheem a sh- Mostert of the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't even played yet, but I'm gonna give a shout out to Nick Chubb because Nick Chubb is about to drop 40 points today. He and ain't he's about Alvin, to win he my ain't Alvin Kamara, buddy. 
he's about to drop 40. And I'm going to beat because I'm playing I'm playing Grayson this week. And right now I'm down by about 35, is it? Somewhere yeah. around there. You need an Alvin Kamara type of game. And he's going to get it. And when we come back, you think I'm he's funny. Say, I'm I told you so. I'm pulling the Steelers defense, so if he goes off, I won't lose points. It's going to be funny when you take out the Steelers defense and they get like five points, and that's what stops you from winning. Dude, you're not going to win. You're, I'm going to I'm gonna pull this up next week, and I'm going to say, I oh, told I'm you keeping so. The I'm keeping, keeping the receipts. receipts. The score right now is 107.1 to 78.54. You're scared. You're just scared. What did Nick Chubb do last week? Uh, he put up 20, I think. And where would that put you at? Uh, 98. I, I'm saying he's going to put up like 30. He did not put 40. up 20 last week. Right. He put up 15. He put up 15. Don't listen to William Henry Cruz. <laughs> It's been, it's been really fun. He, Nick Chubb did not put up twenty uh, points. We're gonna mute his mic. Thank you this guys. This is not, a, this is not around the horn. You just can't mute me. Thank you guys for coming. What is this bullcrap? It's been really fun. Uh, we'll have you here next week. Uh, thank you. Skirt boys out. Skirt boys.